Welcome to this week's episode of the Scripps Launch Pod. Today is Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. For those of you keeping tabs on me, yes, I am a day late with this episode. I apologize. So students, it's mid-April. This is prime time to figure out what you're doing this summer and hopefully get an internship to get more hands-on experience. I'm trying to share everything I know with you in a student development newsletter that usually drops every Wednesday or Thursday. This comes to your Ohio email. If you're not seeing it, you need to search your inbox, your junk folder, your spam folder, clutter folder. It would come from Scripps College of Communication via Handshake. So please go look for those emails and you'll be up to speed on everything I know. I'm going to be dropping one later today and I have several opportunities I wanted to highlight here quickly. We are looking for Scripps Ambassadors for the 2021-2022 school year here in Schoonover Center. This is an awesome paid position where you get tons of experience, kind of helping us to make Scripps College of Communication feel welcoming and inviting to prospective students, current students, basically people that are coming into the building from across the campus. We are also looking for students to fill those roles who have other specialty skills like design or social media. These students help us run our social media accounts in the college, help us produce posters for the lobby, video production, all kinds of other skills are needed. Please check out my newsletter today for that information. There's also a Jobs Fest tomorrow, Thursday, April 15th at Ohio University, so I'll have news on that. And finally, we have the Music Industry Masterclass happening again. This one's going to take students to Bonnaroo to cover the music festival. Sounds completely amazing to me. There's an info meeting on that April 20th. You can learn more about it in my newsletter or by going to ohio.edu forward slash go global. Okay, stick around. I've got a great episode for you. Welcome back to the Scripps Lunch Pod. This week, I'm here with Logan Faust, a 2018 graduate of our screenwriting and producing major in the School of Media Arts and Studies. Logan is now working as an independent contractor in production in Los Angeles. And in fact, Logan is special to me because he is one of my first cousins. I've been lucky enough to have several of my younger cousins here as Ohio University students while I've been here as a professional working in the Dean's office. And so Logan is super special to me. Our moms are sisters, and I'm really super proud of how he's done since graduation. And I'm super proud of you and happy to be here. Awesome, so here I am in the studio in Athens speaking to Logan via Microsoft Teams. Logan is in Los Angeles, so we haven't seen each other since when, Logue? Christmas time? I know that you have been really busy out there. I've been trying to connect with you for a couple of weeks, but you've been working on some top secret projects, so we'll get into some of that. But I wanted to let you know that this podcast is truly focused on inspiring and supporting students. You had a good time here at Ohio University. I know you kind of struggled with figuring out where you were going to land and, and what you should do all along the way. You and I had several conversations that helped mm-hmm. you out. But ultimately, you ended up um, doing the Ohio and LA Study Away program after you graduated. For those of you listening, that's one of our Study Away programs here in the Scripps College of Communication that really lets students get hands-on experience in the field. So tell me a little bit about your time as a student, Logan, and how you ultimately ended up participating in that program. 
Sure, sure. So I came into Ohio University in the Media Arts and Studies program. Even going through through college, I I definitely didn't I definitely didn't know what I wanted to do. It was kind of one of those things that I was going to like learn as I was I was going. And through the connections I made, the friends and and the people that I met, particularly like the faculty and the opportunities there. My senior year, I found out about the Ohio and LA program. I decided to do it post-grad. With that opportunity, I came out to LA for three months and had a, a lot of opportunities come my way that I did not expect. And uh, after that, I immediately moved out here uh, from the program. And I've been out in LA for about three years now. So that was pretty amazing to see you actually go on that study away program and then stay there. I was really proud that you had the confidence to do that. I know and you know that we have an awesome alumni network in LA, um, mainly because Mm -hmm. of this program, but also kind of because of the nature of the industry. Students who study in the School of Media Arts and Studies are often, you know, screenwriters, producers, video production, audio production, just really the kind of people that bring entertainment. And of course, LA is the kind of nucleus of that kind of work. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about how crazy it was to actually make that decision to stay there after you finished a program and maybe how many different people's couches you surfed on as you tried (laughs) to find your your own place and your own way. Yeah. Well, first of all, the network and the the community out here within OU is like second to none. My expectations for how big it is out here with just like the alumni and even some of like students that are just like here for like the summer or just visiting is like outstanding. Uh, last month, I parked my car to go go pick up some food, and within five minutes, I came back and there was a letter on my on my car because I have an OU bumper sticker, and it was like, "Hey, fellow Bobcat here, like glad to see that the network's growing out here," and that was really like it's just another reminder of how great it is, like the community of OU is out here. Did you crash with a couple of alumni when you first started, or how did you actually get on your feet? So I completed the program in late 2018. And unfortunately, that the internship that I had didn't lead to a job. But that really didn't stop me from um, going further. Because there was an internship that I really, really wanted when I started the program that unfortunately, I, I didn't get at the time because I was like a week late for the, uh, the admission deadline. I told myself that I was going to get it and that I wanted to apply for it. And I wanted to stay out there until I completed it. So my roommate in the Ohio and LA program, and I decided to stay out here and get an Airbnb for maybe two weeks uh, looking for a place. And then we stayed on somebody's couch for another two weeks. Shout out to Corey Spanner and Ben Kramer. We, we thank you for uh, housing us on your couches. <laughs> During that time, I applied for an internship at Partisan Entertainment, and I got the job. Within three days of working at the production company, I busted my butt. I did all, all the things that the other interns didn't want to do, and I put myself out there, and I guess they recognized that, and the receptionist at the time had put in his two weeks, so they were looking for someone to replace him. And it just so happens that his name was also Logan. They, he was joking around with the staff that I should be the one replacing him just because my name's Logan, and that'll be easy for them to remember that. A day later, somebody comes into the office and says, hey, you got the job. That's awesome. 
Yeah. That's a good stroke of luck right there. Mm -hmm. And I know um, that led to some more successful things for you. So was that mm -hmm. your first internship there with Partisan Entertainment? Or did you have um, an internship beforehand with the program? Tell me a little bit about your internship experiences, whether they were as a student or post-grad. Um, so I did not do any internships until I did the Ohio, Ohio and LA program. The thing with the Ohio and LA program is you want to apply for your internships like a month before the actual program. So when you get there, you, you have one instead of, you know, waiting around. I, I was one of the last people to get an internship in the program. So there was already a lot of pressure on me to get one, emailing so many companies and so many people seeing if they have any openings. And fortunately, I, there was a friend who had, was working at Blumhouse, the movie production company. I got an internship there and I had that internship the entire way through. And usually people have one or two internships, but I had that single internship. And with the stroke of luck, which is another story, I was able to work at Shark Tank during the program. Cool. So you and I both know, um, just because we know each other so well, but you had a great deal of experience. I think that's important to point out that even though you didn't have a lot of internships, you basically grew up in this industry because your dad mm -hmm. is a pretty successful local DJ, does a lot of wedding videos, a lot of does a lot of music and sound and light for different weddings and different events in the Mid-Ohio Valley. So you've always mm -hmm. worked for him and you had that kind of, you know, industry experience just kind of growing up and becoming who you are. But also, mm -hmm. didn't you also have a pretty successful team in the School of Media Arts and Studies 48-hour shootout contest? <laughs> we did. We had what a crew that was. We did it every single year and I'm so glad we did because just the experience that we got was invaluable. You find the people that you wanna you wanna work with um, from then on. It's the building blocks of what you want, actually wanna do. Yeah, for those of you listening that may not know what the 48-hour shootout is, um, it's a competition we've had here in the School of Media Arts and Studies for several decades. And basically, students come up with their own teams and they get a prop, a line, and a genre that they need to kind of build a short but complete film in just 48 hours. And it's really phenomenal to see these students write the film, cast the parts. You know, they have to use a certain, like I said, a certain prop that was assigned to them, a line and a, the type of movie they're gonna produce. And they just kind of go for it and don't get much sleep. And they have to have it turned in by a certain time. Movies are screened on a Sunday night and ultimately three top finishers are chosen and there are some cash prizes. So it's intense and you know any of you out there that have graduated from that school, whether it was when it was the School of Telecommunications or now under its new name, you will definitely remember that. And if you just kind of know of someone who graduated from that program, I bet you'll get a reaction if you say, hey, have you ever participated in the shootout? So it's pretty intense, right, Logan? Let me tell you, it is a rite of passage. Yeah. If you are in the school, like you, it's kind of expected of you to do it at least once. And I think everyone should. It is like the best and at some, at some points, the worst 72 hours of your life, but it's well worth it. Right. Also, you did a mockumentary or something on DJ Bardicus. What was that for? Yes. Was that part of your, like, <laughs> were you in the 419? I know it's no longer called that, but we have a screenwriting course here. I, I'm not sure what that project mm -hmm. was for. Tell us about that. It was actually for a documentary class that uh, Hannah Barrow and I 
decided to do our, our short documentary on in the class, because at the end of the course, they would lead us up to directing and producing our own documentaries. And we were able to pick our own subjects. And we went through a couple of ideas, but we both kind of landed on DJ Barticus, a.k.a. Michael Bart. Once we, once we figured that out, and our just, our just mutual love for going to his shows and just his persona and his energy that he, that he gives out, we decided to, to, to do it on him. And that's, that's a saga. Yeah, to, but it, it, did so. it get accepted into a film fest somewhere? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Athens International Film Video Festival. Very cool. And a few others, yeah. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. tell us just you know, a, a short synopsis of your career since you participated in the Ohio and L.A. program and decided to stay in Los Angeles. So you had the work that you did that kind of stemmed from your internship, and then mm-hmm. what happened and what's, what's been happening recently? Sure. Going back to that to Partisan, where I interned and then got the job within a few days, nearly all of my the jobs that I have received from from then have come from Partisan in one way or the other. Maybe not directly, but especially the people that I've met there. One piece of advice I have for folks who are looking to get into production, freelance production, or pretty much just any kind of production, is to work or intern at a production company. Because at that production company, there are so many people coming in and out, especially producers, producers that will hire you under their gigs. So I worked at Partisan as the receptionist, office manager, kind of intern coordinator, and then production assistant for over a year. And within that year, I made connections with producers, with with the accountants there, with just pretty much everybody in, in production and the executive producers. When I decided that it was time that I left the office because I didn't want to, I wanted to be on set. I wanted to get into camera. I wanted to be away from the office. So once that year was up, I told myself I wanted to freelance. And I, I thought I was, I was at a good place with the connections that I made. I had a list of people that I could, I could refer to. And I left the office. And from then on, I've just been working on commercials and TV shows and music videos. And I worked, um, at Apple's headquarters, which was like once in a lifetime kind of kind of deal. Like I, I, it was so surreal going there. And that job was directly influenced by my first internship. That sounds like quite the job. Just a couple years out of school. Yeah. If 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 I had told myself that three years ago, I I probably would have slapped myself in the face. You wouldn't have believed it. Nope. Well, I know you've done some other um, really cool gigs lately that you can't talk about, and I respect that. So we'll hear soon um, maybe some of the things that you've worked on. But what advice do you have for students in finding internships right now? I know it was, you know, kind of a struggle for you even before the pandemic. And, you know, this is definitely a difficult point in time for students. Mm -hmm. But from someone who really didn't know what you wanted to do and how you were going to land, what advice do you have for students that might be feeling that way? My advice would be to reach out to the people closest to you and the people that are available to you, whether that's within the school, the people that you've, you've met during college, or even a singular email that you got from somebody who may have some advice or some, some opportunity for you and, and go after it. My first year out here, for some reason, I had the radical idea that I should keep to myself and I should be out of people's ways especially when I, when I was on my first production gig. And I didn't really factor in the whole 
social component of meeting people and like meeting people on set and on the jobs that I've that I've done and making connection with them to where I could later reach out to them and maybe get an opportunity from them. Yeah, my my advice would be not to to stay to yourself, to network as much as you can because the, the connections that you make will always lead to something. There there has maybe been 10% 10% of the things that I've found on my own that I've gotten and the rest has just been from from the folks that I've met on the way. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, I've told students over and over to use their alumni network and I know that that's something that's super strong out there in LA. Um, and then you've made more of a network with other people that you've worked with from different areas in the country. So I think Mm -hmm. that's great that you're finding your way. And I also think it's important that you, you know, you didn't intern as a student, but you still figured it out. You were still able to find success and you're supporting yourself. So you, you made it in the end. So I think that's also reassuring for students that are overwhelmed by the process and it's also important to know that you don't need a bunch of internship. You know, you need one internship mm-hmm. at a time. And when you're ready to, to do an internship is probably the right time for you to seek one. So I think you're a yeah. great example of maybe someone who was a little slow to start your mm-hmm. professional career, but you, you pulled it off because it was time for you to do that. So um, I think that you've done a great job. Logan, what's your favorite memory of your time here on campus, especially now that some time has passed and you're living in a totally different area of the country? When you think of Ohio University, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I would say the biggest thing that I miss about Athens and OU, especially coming back to it, is just that you can walk everywhere. You can walk to your friend's place, you can walk up uptown, you can walk to your classes, you can walk everywhere. Whereas in different parts of the country like you don't have that luxury yeah we know a little bit about la traffic right yeah i mean that's kind of a boring answer to give but it's once you you move to a place where you're in your car stuck in traffic you know you'll you will come back to respect what you had at ou yeah and i know that you like many of us bobcats found some lifelong friends while you were here and Mm -hmm. i expect that you're still friends with them and probably have a lifelong connection to them too right absolutely yeah, like the I, I still talk to nearly all the friends that I that I made at OU because most I mean most of them are in LA now with me. I'm living with three of them. I've got friends in New York. I've got friends in Texas, Chicago, Portland. It's they, it's all over the country, and especially with the pandemic going on, I felt like it's it's brought us even closer. Keep those connections. Keep those friends because they will last you a lifetime. I'm so glad that you found those types of friends here. I know that I've got them too, and I think that's just one of the special things about Ohio University. It is. is you know, when you come to campus and you stay on campus, and like you said, you walk around and you find your fun, and everyone else is doing the same thing. It's not like we're embedded in a big city here. So, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you would like to tell students before we go? I would. I would say my my piece of advice would be repetition and persistence, and applying that the things that you've discovered and learned from OU and applying it towards your future career. When I left high school coming to OU, I had no idea what I was getting into. The experience that I had from OU will forever stay with me. OU has given me so many opportunities. When you graduate, you'll, you'll have nearly all the resources you need from OU. And it's just finding those, those connections and those resources that you can bring towards where, wherever you're going and what field you're in and applying them. Yep, that's great advice. Put it all together, right? You have to build that Mm -hmm. complete package for yourself and 
and the other thing is, is that it doesn't look like anyone else's success. Your success is your own, and I think you're doing Absolutely. a great job of owning it. So, well, thanks so much, Logan. I'm really, really proud of you, as you know, and um, I'm so glad we connected for the podcast today. Um, I really want our students to know about these awesome opportunities right here in the college with Study Away programs, and you are definitely one of our Study Away program successes. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate the opportunity. If there are people listening to this, if you'd like to reach out to me with any questions or any hesitations you might have, I will help clear your mind. I'll help facilitate whatever you're, you're trying to think about, and I hope to be a good resource. Yeah, that's great. So you can find Logan on LinkedIn, and um, we really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. My name is Lexi Murray, and I'm a 2020 graduate of Ohio University. I double majored in music production and strategic communication here in Scripps. And my one line of wisdom would be to be resilient. For all the actions you can't control in life, you definitely can control your reaction. And this has been a saying and just a notion that I have kept very close to me, especially during this time in the world with COVID. Um, there have been a lot of opportunities stripped with COVID for everybody. I mean, it's touched everybody's lives. And um, I've definitely really been trying to hold on to my resiliency and my reactions and being able to still try to make the most of every opportunity that is presented, even if it's virtual or whatever else. Um, definitely, again, for the actions you can't control, you can control your reaction. Thanks to Lexi Murray for that advice. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's Scripps Launchpad. Mm -hmm.